Good morning and welcome in everybody. Today we're going to take a look at a passage of scripture, but before we do that, I wanted to tell you a little story. How many of you have reached into the closet and filled up a bucket of water so that you could start mopping a floor? Water has been used as a cleaning agent for thousands of years, and it's constantly used to clean up many different things. After gathering up a large pile of dirty clothes, people would take them down to the river and wash them. When a cowboy came into town, many of them would take a nice hot bath to wash all the dirt from their bodies. Even after a large meal, most people will fill up their kitchen sink and soak all their dirty dishes so they are clean for the next day. In these modern days, people will buy a special token at the gas station so they can wash all the mud from their vehicles. And you know, this reminds me of the Christian life. Water is very important in cleaning things, but... God has provided us with something to clean the places that water can never reach inside of our hearts. To do this cleaning process, he provides us with the teachings of his holy word. Like rinsing dirty dishes, our hearts must be sprinkled with God's truth so we can correct the error of our way. Through faith and a humble heart, we must rid ourselves of everything that is displeasing to God, transforming from the children of disobedience into the perfect children of God. John 17, 17 says, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. You know, when we are baptized into the name of Christ, God cleanses us from our sinful past so that we can begin a new walk with him. But this is only the first step and many that will need to be taken in order to enter eternal life, we will have to completely cleanse ourselves by turning away from sin and submitting to the will of God. Second Corinthians 7, 1. Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. You know, just knowing that God is going to punish sin and those who are involved with it should cause you to walk in reverence towards him. To become sanctified, we must accept and believe the truth of the gospel. Those who profess to follow Christ must depart from iniquity and mortify the deeds of the flesh. And this is why God has given us scripture to correct us from the error of our way and put us on the path of life. 2 Timothy 3.16 says, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. John 6.63 says, It is the spirit that quickeneth, the flesh profiteth nothing. The words that I speak unto you, they are spirit, and they are life. The only way that we can ever become pleasing unto God is through faithful obedience to his will. Those who say otherwise are in the bond of iniquity, blinded by the devil, and enslaved to their sinful nature. John 8.31 says, Then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. He answered him, We be Abraham's seed, and we're never in bondage to any man. How sayest thou? Ye shall be made free. Jesus answered them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Whosoever committeth sin is the servant of sin. And the servant abideth not in the house forever, but the son abideth ever. If the son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Scripture is clear that in order to enter eternal life, we must overcome the sinful nature. After all, heaven is a place 
that is prepared for saints, not for sinners who won't repent. In order to overcome all things, you must first accept that the things that you are doing are outside the teachings of our faith. If one cannot accept that simple truth, then they will never turn away from sin and will perish because of it. You must realize that what you are doing is wrong in the eyes of God and then humbly submit to his will. Second Thessalonians 2.13 says, But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord, because God hath from the beginning chosen you to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth. This is why the truth of the gospel must be preached so people can turn from darkness to the light. Hebrews 4.12 says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. But there will be many people who will refuse to go through the purification process because they love their sins more in Christ Jesus. 2 Timothy 4.1 says, I charge thee therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall judge the quick and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom, preach the word, be instant in season, out of season, reprove, rebuke, exhort with all long suffering and doctrine for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears and they shall turn away their ears from the truth and shall be turned into fables. Second Peter chapter 2, verse 1 says, But there were false prophets also among the people, even as there shall be false teachers among you, who privily shall bring in damnable heresies, even denying the Lord that bought them, and bring upon themselves swift destruction. And many shall follow their pernicious ways, by reason of whom the way of truth shall be evil spoken of. Sanctification begins by departing, from iniquity. 2 Timothy 2.19 says, Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are his, and let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Many people will quickly profess to believe in Jesus, but if they rebel against the things that he teaches, they aren't even a disciple. I mean, how can they be a follower of Christ if they don't follow as a beloved apostle John taught, people uh, such as these don't even have God. Look at Second John 1, 9. It says, Whosoever transgresseth and abideth not in the doctrine of Christ hath not God. He that abideth in the doctrine of Christ, he hath both the Father and the Son. First John 2, 4. He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, is a liar, and the truth is not in him. But whoso keepeth his word, in him verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby know we that we are in him. To obtain eternal life will require a love for the truth, and you must possess a great desire to serve and obey God from the heart. Second Thessalonians 2.10, And with all deceivableness of unrighteousness in them that perish, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. You know, we need an ample supply of water to wash our clothes. And in order to purify our hearts, we will need a liberal dose of God's holy word. It's going to require some effort on your part to cleanse yourself from iniquity. And the best advice that I have for any of you is to plunge your hearts deep inside of the word of God and start scrubbing. So let's think about these things for right now. 
We can be found on your web browser by searching TLKJBC, where you can find our diaries distributed through various platforms. We're not associated nor affiliated with any other religious groups, and you can get our entire podcast feeds directly along with transcripts at TLKJBC.com. Or I suppose that you can find us somewhere up here in the great northern Minnesota woods. Peace to all, and Lord willing, we'll talk with you some more tomorrow. Till then, bye-bye, everybody.